everybody. This is Miss Success Coach, aka Keisha Battle Houston, with Miss Success Coach LLC and Relationship Matters International. Today, we're talking about a brand new topic for this month, and it's talking about loneliness. After the holidays, we are all dealing with so much and trying to get back to normal. And I just wanted to talk about just something very transparent. You know, we all deal with loneliness and feeling alone at one point or time in our life so i wanted to just review you know the four signs of unhealthy loneliness loneliness is a totally normal emotion to experience from time to time all human beings experience some form of loneliness over their lifetime usually a temporary emotion that disappears allowing a person to return to a sense of normalcy when they settle back into old relationships or discover new ones to enjoy However, it is possible for loneliness to become unhealthy. Unhealthy loneliness, often referred to as chronic loneliness, meaning it continues onward for an indeterminate amount of time. It's the word of the day, guys, indeterminate. Rather than being a temporary, uncomfortable roadblock of life, chronic loneliness becomes more of a permanent fixture in daily living for people suffering from it. The point where loneliness crosses into chronic or unhealthy loneliness can be difficult to determine. Consider the following four signs that your loneliness may be unhealthy. Sign 1. You feel isolated in very large, bustling groups of people. Chronically lonely folks do not feel any connection with other people, even when they are surrounded by them. If you're suffering from chronic loneliness, you may feel isolated in a packed music venue or a busy grocery store, for example. Despite being surrounded by other people, a chronically lonely person can't shake the feeling that they're alone. This feeling often described as being outside of the window and looking in. You can see that everyone around you is busy, engaged with the environment, and acting interacting with each other but you just don't feel like part of the crowd even though you're standing in the middle of it i felt like this guys it is real i mean i feel like it now but i have at one time or another because i'm naturally an introvert people see me out and about and see me at different meetings and like oh my gosh she's so outgoing she's such a social butterfly she's always on social media that's because i don't have to touch you i don't have to be in front of you I don't have to be next to you. And that's mostly how most of us are. We are often, we do what we need to do to be out and about, to be, you know, with people. But at the end of the day, we would rather be by ourselves. It's less drama, it's less stress, it's less toxic. So at the end of the day, there are times where I would rather be alone. I would rather be within myself and my thoughts and work and work and work and work and continue to build and be my best self but then I don't always want to be around the noise and the chaos and sometimes that is enough to overload my senses and I have sensory issues so trust me it can be overwhelming at times so I understand I don't mind being alone that's why I'm talking about this I don't think it's anything wrong with being lonely and alone but at the end of the day I just want to be able to share different ways that I'm coping with it. Other people are telling me they're coping with it so that it doesn't develop into something chronic over time to where you're always alone, where you're not interacting with other people, not engaging, and you're falling within and you're spiraling into a depression. So that's what this is leading, guys. 
I want us to identify the issues that we're dealing with so that we can talk about it, we can chat about it, coach it out, and unpack those things that are triggering these feelings of loneliness and being alone. Sign two, when you actually socialize with other people, you feel completely exhausted afterward. That happens to me all the time, but I don't feel like I'm, lo- I'm lonely or I'm dealing with chronic loneliness. It just means that I am burnt out, that sometimes the conversation is one-sided, that I'm listening and I'm taking in stuff, but then I'm like, don't have a response or I don't have a feedback because I've spent so much time listening to you and yet you haven't given me the benefit of the doubt to ask me how my day is going or what I'm thinking about. And sometimes I am tired after I'm going out with friends and I'm just like, oh my gosh, y'all drain me. You know, because I'm so not used to the interaction. And again, my senses are overloaded. But it's nothing wrong with that. It's just I'm wired different. So feeling tired after going out on an adventure with friends is normal. But for a chronically lonely person, these feelings of exhaustion afterwards are just a slight bit different. Rather than feeling tired from the day's activities, a chronically lonely person feels tired or burnt out from the action of trying to interact with other people appropriately. That's what I just said. When loneliness becomes chronic, interaction with other people can feel like a giant obstacle course. Trying to keep up at the same pace with the other people you're with can feel incredibly challenging. It does. At the end of the experience, you can feel tired or worn down from just trying to hold conversations and maintain socializing with them. That's how you know you've been away for too long. Because now you're struggling to put the pieces together and interact with all these people and all this different stimulus is all around you and like overwhelmed and you get anxiety and you start feeling like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And then you start spiraling out of control. So this is why we need to engage, you know, occasionally, periodically, so that we can prevent that overload and that overwhelming feeling from happening when we're spending so much time by ourselves or isolated and closed in. And that has happened because, you know, people have been, you know, dealing with the pandemic. But even without the pandemic, it happens all the time. And we are, some of us are naturally introverted. We don't want to be bothered with other people. But it can create loneliness because we are different. We're wired differently. And our mind just doesn't want to be bothered. And I'm okay with that. I truly, truly am okay with that. I'm just going to let y'all know full disclosure. Sign three, you struggle with insecurities, such as not being good enough for other people. Full disclosure, I used to be like that. I felt like I wasn't living up to everybody else's expectations, that I was trying to, you know, be something that they wanted me to be versus me being okay with being my weird self, my different self, wanting to, I've never wanted to be a part of the crowd. I've never wanted to be that one that's doing what everybody else does. You know, I'm okay with, you know, doing certain things, but there's, I have a voice. There's a, there's a time and a place where I want to speak up. I want to do something different. I want to be that, that trendsetter. I want to be that leader. I'm not a follower, but not being a follower can lead to loneliness, that which can lead to chronic loneliness. So that's how I know what this subject and this topic is near and dear to my heart. Because I have too often felt like I was alone and didn't have anybody that was like me. And granted, there isn't anybody like me, but there are similar people that do similar things and I can connect with them on that level. 
But at the end of the day, I also felt judged because I was different, because I think different, because I speak differently. And that also in turn made me introverted to where I wanted to be alone. So again, rather than learning how to overcome the insecurities, we can sometimes allow nagging feelings of not being good enough consume our self-worth. Rather than risking a chance to form a new relationship with someone, we often allow that insecurity to stop us from ever making that effort, which isolates us even further. You hear me say us, because I am also a candidate of being in that category where I feel lonely at times because I am different. I am set apart. I am chosen. But at the end of the day, I know who I am and know my self-worth. I know that I am worthy of success and being a child of God. I understand my purpose now. I understand my passion for living and what I'm supposed to be doing. And that's what drives me. So right now, I'm okay with being alone because I can meditate on the goodness of the Lord. Y'all hear me? I can meditate on all things that Christ has given me. And that's what keeps me going. So that I can empower and motivate and encourage and I don't have to be drained. I don't have to feel like I'm a burden to somebody because I'm not like them. That's not my job to be like everybody else. My role is to be chosen, to have a purpose, to be who I'm supposed to be and who I was created to be. Now, if that gives me backlash, then so be it. I'm okay with backlash. I am perfectly okay with backlash. But I don't want to spiral into that unhealthy side of feeling lonely when I know that there are so many other people that are out here that are like me, that have businesses, that are working contracts, that are mompreneurs, that are authors, that are writers, there's and singers. There's always somebody else that I can call on, that I can go to a support group and chat with and have mentors that can mentor me because I'm always giving out. Sometimes you need your cup to be filled up. And for that, I ask God to fill my cup up as often as I need to seek renewal. We all need to seek renewal every day to fill our cup back up from what we have given out so that we don't continue to feel lonely, so that we don't continue to feel empty because we poured out so much and not enough has been poured back into us. That's that part that we need to focus on is why people start feeling lonely because they've given too much of themselves and not given enough back. So yes, chronically lonely people have a tough time connecting and interacting with others because of that, because of judgment, because of toxicity, because of less transparency and honest and selfish people. We need more selfless people who can nurture us, who can hone into us and study us and understand what it means to be a good spiritual friend, a good colleague, a good mentor, a a good bestie, a good spouse, a good mate, mom, daughter, father, brother, sister, you name it. We all need to do our part because when someone is suffering from chronic loneliness and they reach out to someone such as your old friend or family member, they might feel that there isn't much substance to that conversation, that they may not feel like it's worth talking to or they don't have anything to say. I've experienced that. But I'm here to tell you, you have plenty to say. You can't focus on what people are going to say about what you're going to say to them. Speak your peace and go on about your business. 
be that one that says, you know what? I have a value. I'm worth something. I am worth everything that I put out here. Everything I touch turns to gold. And everything that I say has value and meaning and substance. So you have to reaffirm yourself every chance you get. Because that negative self-talk makes you feel even more lonely. Definitely, definitely pay attention to that, guys. If If your interactions with others don't seem to have any substance, you may be suffering from chronic loneliness like I was. Substance can refer to all sorts of things that make interactions with other people meaningful, including intimacy, trust, honesty, depth of discussion, not just mere conversation. I said depth. Depth is totally different where you're having a meaningful, purposeful, just targeted conversation and a discussion with someone else that's not merely surface. Not everybody is going to have time to talk to you like that, but you should at least have a few people, one person, where you can have a healthy, hearty conversation about the things that bother you, plague you, to be able to talk it out, to be able to write it out, to journal it, do what you need to do, to be able to be that force, to understand what you what you have going on in your psyche, so that your mental health is going to be worth its weight in gold so if you're feeling lonely you you may want to talk about it join a support group volunteer at your local community organization or seek a mentor coach a therapist a spiritual counselor or your pastor you don't need to suffer alone and in silence because help is available take this opportunity to think about these signs of unhealthy loneliness are you in this category Is it a good thing or is it hurting you? Is it keeping you from being your best self and building your success story? Is it keeping you from understanding what your worth is and who you are in Christ? You've got to take that that moment to decide and reaffirm your faith and your belief in yourself to understand that you are worthy of having a good conversation, being in a good relationship, being in a healthy marriage and a healthy partnership for you and what that means for you are your needs being met I don't believe that you should be lonely in a relationship or lonely within a marriage when you have a spouse right there you have a partner right there that's supposed to be there for you for your support system what does your support system look like so take a moment right now and look at your support system. We talk about that a lot in our couple sessions and our in our coaching sessions, mentor sessions. At the end of the day, you need to make sure that your support system is solid, that you have someone, whether it's a therapist, counselor, mentor, coach, that you can talk to guys this year. Not 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 last year. Oh, I had somebody last year. Let's talk. Let's let's talk about today. Who can you who can you name that you can reach out to and talk to to tell your darkest deepest fears? If the answer is no one, then that means that you need to find a therapist or a counselor because sometimes we have too many things bottled up. That means you may need to talk to a counselor or a therapist or a spiritual guide. Or a friend that will not judge you 
you know, have a no judgment zone. Not go out for drinks. Not wait till you sloppy drunk. I'm keeping real. Not wait till you are in a stupor. And now all of a sudden you want to say everything that's on your chest. That hurts the other person because at the end of the day, you want to make sure that you're in your right mind, your right spirit, and in your right body so that you can be able to healthfully say how you feel without feeling like you're a burden to someone else or feeling ashamed or embarrassed or feeling like there's not a good place to talk to somebody or tell that person how you feel about them. There has to be a, a stopping point where you're no longer feeling lonely in your relationship. You're no longer feeling lonely within yourself and your family. Trust and believe. Whatever your belief system is, tap into it now. Meditate on the goodness of God and everything that you have and be grateful for the opportunities that are coming towards you. Be grateful for everything you have right now because you have more than enough. The fact that you're listening right now is a blessing in disguise and it is also a gift that you are able to tap into hearing my point of view, my perspective, and hearing you from just little old me. I'm not perfect. I'm just another person on this earth that's trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents. But trust me, I am here to build my own success story and nobody's going to take that away from me. So I encourage you to do the same. Step out on faith. Understand that everything that you can do matters. So I'll leave you with this. Amos 5, 14 and 15 says, Seek good and not evil, that ye may live. And so the Lord, the God of hosts, shall be with you as ye have spoken. Hate the evil and love the good, and establish judgment in the gate. It may be that the Lord God of hosts will be gracious unto the remnant of Joseph. So at the end of the day, we can also be gracious. We can also have grace be upon us. And we don't have to be lonely. So this is your opportunity to understand who you are, who you are. And know that there's always, always an opportunity to see God's face. And understand that you can too be victorious in your living. Be blessed, guys. Until next time, this is Success Coach, signing out. Be blessed.